There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. Jim, how are you? Hello, doing good, man. Doing good. Hey, uh, uh, drums of war, huh? Boom, boom, boom. Ramming speed. <laughs> what are we doing here, folks? Hey, by the way, we how is it that strategically we only blew up the communications uh, media building? You guys, know, did you notice that? You know when they went, set those rockets in that one that one building that collapsed in that big downtown area, that was the media building. That's the one they attacked, not the military. Well, you know, side. you know what's interesting is I was watching a video uh, about uh-huh. that media building in the middle of the Gaza Strip, and mm-hmm. uh, did you know that same building, Jim? That mm-hmm. same building yes. was also blown up in July of two thousand twenty-one. What? Yep, that, that same building, the, the same actual, the same video footage of that building collapsing in the Gaza Strip. Oh, uh, yeah. Was, uh, was a controlled demolition that took place in July of 2021. So, wag the dog, right? So, we were doing wag the dog. Wag the dog. So, it's wag funny because I was on my Twitter folks. yesterday and I posted, wag the dog. God dang it. Man, come on, folks. Can we, we have to do this. Because the thing is, we have to do this. Oh, by the way, what was going on? What's been going on that we needed such a big distraction as Israel? What was going on last week? Why did we need? Why, what was happening? Their their narrative with Trump was falling apart. Uh, what else? The, oh, we had the employment numbers coming out on Friday. That all came out. So now we had to forget about that. That we we're in probably the greatest recession ever recorded on on or, you know Earth. But that's fine. We're doing. We're great. Don't worry about that. You you knew that right? We had the the unemployment numbers come out. They came out Friday. Well, what, yeah, what they look like? Oh, no, what they look like? What they look like? Um, oh no, we're at basically three point six percent. They rose a little bit, slightly. So that was a big boon for the stock market. <laughs> so so this this is my thoughts on everybody out there who's wondering okay. Josh's thoughts, Josh's grand thoughts Uh-oh. on uh, Israel and Hamas and. The Palestinians and Iran and what's happening in the world. Okay. In October, November of 2020, my brother Jason, myself, my co-host Vince, we discussed this. We talked about something known as the Firestorm event. That if Trump lost the election, we -hmm. didn't know at the time if the election would be stolen from Trump. That Trump would make certain moves to create a media empire to awaken a certain amount of people to a critical threshold. Right. Uh, Within this, also, we said that the deep state would start moving towards the the remnants of a color revolution here in the United States of America, as well as the global society would get ready for complete global collapse. We called this event the Firestorm Event. Now, this comes with uh, social and cultural destabilization. That's the 
color revolution part. That's George right. Soros, uh, attorney generals going out there and lessening the criminal penalty for violent crimes, releasing violent criminals and not prosecuting violent criminals and allowing them to basically spread out into urban and suburban neighborhoods. And this is why you see right now, many years later, uh, massive amounts of crime running rampant through liberal cities. So hmm. we, we said that that was going to happen. That 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 happened. Right. Uh, we talked about political destabilization, that the left and the right wing of the same bird would begin to diverge and there would be massive political um, animosity towards each other and that yeah. we would have basically even split Republicans and split Democrats. And wow, just completely interesting how that's exactly what we have right now. Right. We, we talked about the infiltration of our academic, our social, our, our, uh, our educational institutions. And so this right. is, uh, you know, the American Heart Association, the uh, American Red Dental Cross. Association, the Red Cross. <laughs> you know, everybody that's pushing the vaccine, like, you need to get vaccinated. You need to get vaccinated. Oh, this vaccine's good. Or this oh, is Travis good. Kelsey and, with the Chiefs. He's yeah, a sellout. Yeah. Hollywood God. entertainment, it's all involved in there. And, well, look right. at that. That's all happening as well. Then we talked about the construction or the degradation of the United States infrastructure, how United States infrastructure would begin to have a series of attacks on it. And I said at the time, I didn't know if these attacks would be... Um, you know, reported as attacks, but I, I would say that the, most of these attacks would be cyber attacks. And uh, since 2021, we've had over 250 food processing, manufacturing, and distribution facilities um, have random fires and burned down. And a lot of these are mom and pop. 251, shops. 200, and you didn't say two. You said 251 facilities. Right. Well, that's well, a lot of fires. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of fires. fires. And, and the interesting thing about them is a lot of these food processing, manufacturing, or industrial business supplies, warehouses, uh, manufacturing processing facilities, they're all mom and pop shops. They're not owned by corporate conglomerates. They were privately owned. Not only that is they had lost lots of market share. So when you have a big fire that disabilitates your whole facility, and then the bank that's owned by BlackRock where the bank that's owned by the top six comes out and says, I'm sorry, you're just not bringing enough business for me to give you a loan to fix this. And the insurance company goes, oh, I'm denying your claim. What are you going right. to do? Well, that's when a big conglomerate comes in and says, hey, we'll buy you out, but it's going to be pennies on the dollar of what we were telling you last time. And they sell. And right. so that's a centralization, but also a disabilitation within the infrastructure. That's also supply chain. We've seen a lot of supply chain crunches, and we're seeing that even today. And then I yeah. talked about how this escalates into the global community towards global economic collapse, which we've all talked about, and we're seeing this mm -hmm. right now, high inflation globally, the de-dollarization that's occurring within the BRICS nations, uh, the dollar's uh, wild train ride that it's going on right now. Um, you have the bond crisis, which we had a 64% decrease in the 10-year yield um, since the last six months, the highest decrease since the 2008 and the 1984's recessions uh, when, right. interest, when interest was actually uh, five times higher. Um, and then we have a recalculation of interest rates or, or inflationary rates that are estimated to be five times higher than they are actually being reported by the Fed. 
which mm. we know that uh, changing the, the interest rate's not going to do anything to that unless you bump that up by a 5x number. Um, and so we're headed towards global financial collapse. We had the collapse of the real estate, the commercial real estate markets, all these types of things. But then I said World War III. And I was very specific. I said, World War III, we're going to see this begin to break out in either one of a few places, Eastern Europe, the Middle East, or in Southeast Asia, China, Taiwan. I, I said this specifically. I said, Russia, right. Ukraine, China, Taiwan, or Israel, Iran. Right. Well. And now, and so I posted this tweet a little while ago today. Right. Okay. And so I want people to understand that, like, this is not happening because it was just like dink, okay? Right. I said, watch, Western intelligence will magically connect Hamas funding through Iran to Russia. Not the Russia, Biden Russia, regime, Russia. as being reported and logically concluded. Some hostages being taken are German and U.S. citizens that are being held hmm. in the Gaza Strip. No coincidences. Then the liberal media will swing all of this to Donald Trump's fault now to give everybody an idea here there is a post that i was just talking about is it it, was it not jim um it's being reported that russia is handing over american-made weapons to hamas militants so russia has our weapons well from the ukraine battle right so they're apparently taking them from the ukrainian soldiers and selling them over to hamas Uh, you guys speak russian but you guys speak the english better than we do right or right and who (laughs) is it this is the krasenstein brothers that are producing the the liberal media Mm. and then what was the one that you just said you were talking about donald trump uh did i did i i think you you said someone was blaming it on donald trump Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, old Pence, old Q-tip comes out and oh. says, uh, um, "You know, the reason Hamas has has any strength at all is because of the peace that Trump created." <laughs> so Come Mike, on. Mike, Mike Pence is now coming out and saying that this is Donald Trump's fault. So what yeah. I just posted two hours ago is going to become the narrative. But but also I want you to see this: they're going to swing this onto Russia, okay? Which, by the way, Russia is fighting the, the radical Muslims in Syria. They're fighting right. the same terrorists that just attacked Israel. Okay? And this makes no yeah. sense whatsoever. But, but hold on. Let, let's find out where this funding actually came from and where these weapons oh, wait, actually there's came more. From. Yeah. Well, uh, how about this? Um, last month, Joe Biden released $6 billion dollars from an American bank account back to the Iranian government. Hamas yep. has already claimed that it was the Iranian Revolutionary Guard which allowed them to do this. The planning session took place in Beirut last month, right after the funds were released. Okay. We had a planning session for it? <laughs> well, they did. They had a planning session for it. <laughs> well, and the that, $6 yeah. billion dollars that the U.S. gave them right. was what they used to fund this attack on Israel. And then Hamas and the, uh, the Revolutionary Guard and all these guys, they came out of the quid and said that there's going to be more attacks and they're going to attack America in America. What? Guys, I'm telling you right now, and I feel like Bill Cooper right now predicting September 11th, something big is going to happen in the United States. There is yeah. most likely going to be some type of terrorist event. It has to be. 
All right, guys, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. We're going to talk more about this because there's more to this story than meets the eye. We'll be right back with Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight Show. All right, so I I, I want to throw this one out here. Donald Trump, 11.17 a.m. this morning. The same people that raided Israel are pouring into our once beautiful USA through our totally open southern border at record numbers. Are they planning an attack within our country? Question mark. Crooked Joe Biden and his boss, Barack Hussein Obama, did this to us. Okay, so that's kind of reinforcing what I'm saying here. And I just saw that, by the way. Right. Okay, but... The part of social destabilization, one of the things that I talked about is that World War III would break out and that all able-bodied men and women, including all veterans, would be sent overseas to a war. And mm-hmm. that would leave the United States incredibly vulnerable. It's at that point that all of those militant illegal immigrants that came over the southern border pour out from the cities and begin raging terrorism across our country, destabilizing the cities and basically turning the United States of America into a third world country and taking it over from within because everybody is defenseless because all of the gun-toting Americans are now fighting a war. So yep. that's, that's what you're going to see here if this actually escalates. But I want to go into a few different parts here. So we're talking about the funding, right? So the $6 billion. Yeah. Well, Jim, guess what? That $6 billion is not what got Hamas those weapons. No. no. Do you know what event got Hamas those weapons? And it wasn't Russia. Um, it wasn't Russia, Ukraine. It's us leaving Afghanistan. There it is. It was the eighty-five billion dollars of oh, U.S. Five billion. That's only like two billion Come on. of U.S. military weapons, tanks, vehicles, planes that was left in Afghanistan by the incompetent withdrawal by Joe Biden that was taken in by the Taliban. The Taliban Mm -hmm. took that and sold that to who? Iran, Hamas, Yemen. They sold it to them. Yep. Well, think about that, though. On the black market, on the black market, that that 80-some billion turns into, it could turn into almost a trillion dollars in the black market because they start selling that on the open market worldwide. That stuff goes out. High dollar. I don't I don't think we get this. We just I mean, again, we left it back for the Afghanistan Afghanistan army, but then, you know, they just walked in and said, Oh what, by the way, that's ours. Oh, okay, we'll leave. <laughs> guys are idiots. And how much have we spent eleven trillion dollars in the Middle East? What do we get for that? Eleven is it eleven trillion we've spent in the Middle East so far since uh nine eleven? And what do we got to show for it? Eleven trillion dollars we spent in the Middle East. And this is what we got for it. We built up to another war. Is anybody seeing like the wastefulness of this? I mean, I don't care the ideology. Like, Josh, let's just skip. Let's just skip the ideology part. Whether you think there's good guys or bad guys, what has America gained or lost or whatever it is? We've lost a lot of men and a lot of reputation across this globe being in the Middle East. What are we doing there? What do we get for eleven trillion dollars? Well, what do you think that they want? In the Middle East. They just want more money laundering. No, no, no. This is, this is, this is bigger than that. Okay. Now, now here's, the th- here's, here's one of the other problems. You have the most integrated, highly sophisticated intelligence apparatus 
in the world, five eyes, United States, Israel. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right. Mossad is like the cream of the crop behind the MI5 and behind the CIA, right? So yeah. these guys are like the top. So you have the Vatican, you have MI5, you have Mossad, and you have the CIA. These are like the, the top guys in intelligence. Right. They're calling this a massive intelligence blunder. That how did Israeli <laughs> intelligence and U.S. intelligence not see this happen? Well, Not you know see. that this was going to happen. Here, here's, <laughs> here's the thing, Jim. Go ahead. It's not that they didn't see it happening. They let it. There happen. you go. Wag the dog. War <sighs> is a racket. Tell me why. Last week, U.S. politicians were buying defense company stocks. And then oh, this yeah. week, we're deploying a U.S. carrier group to the Persian Gulf. Why was it last month, Jim, mm-hmm. that the United States government under Joe Biden deployed the Bataan Amphibious Assault Group, Amphibious Readiness Group, 5,000 Marines, USS Carter Hall, to the Persian Gulf? Well, because, you know, safety for... Maritime, uh... Well, that's what no. they were saying. It was because I know. because Iranian ships were boarding and pirating the supply chain in the Persian Gulf. No, they weren't. They were doing piratey things. They're they were doing piratey things. things. So we're going to send 5,000 Marines on there and two amphibious <laughs> assault groups. Um, yeah. No, th- that's what all of the Middle Eastern Coast Guards are meant to do is protect their own shipboards that go in and out. And those ships have people on board already. Oh, hold on a second here, though. So now we have a U.S. carrier group going in there. Right. I am... I'm going to say this warning. These people, they use the same playbook over and over and over again, Jim. Yeah. Well, they just... They just changed... They just changed the name. They just changed... Oh, it's... It's... um, Gulf of Tonga. Afghanistan, Iran, Russia, Venezuela... Korea, Taiwan, China. Jim, Jim we are going to have a Gulf of Tonkin incident. I don't want a Gulf. I'm, I'm, they're they're going to they're going to most likely what you're going to see happen. Is I didn't like the last are, one we did. Reports are going to come out of Iranian Navy engaging the U.S. Navy. Come on, and I don't. I do. spark off airstrikes within Syria within Iran. Yeah, and it's going to begin. I did. I don't want to do it. I, I didn't sign up for this. This is not what we're doing. But see, like I said earlier, we guys, it's it's okay. The Afghan war. Oh wait, no, it's the Iraq war. Oh wait, no, it's the Sudan war. Oh wait, no, it's the Panama war. Oh wait, it's North Korea. Oh wait, it's China. Oh wait, it's Russia. They just put a different name, a title on there. It's like, oh, is it? Ru- oh, you know what is it? What is it? They do a pin. I bet you they do a wheel. They do the will, like, like, okay, who are we going to blame it on? Who are we going to blame it on? Oh, Russia, Russia again. Okay, we're doing Russia this week. I mean, is this all Is this all the more creative they really are? Because Hamas and, and Israel have been fighting for centuries, for decades. We put them in there in the middle of it to create an antagonistic point of view and then allowing the Gaza Strip and all that. We did all this in World War II, guys. 
This was us. We did this. Us, the U.S. I use the word us, and us in the U.S. is the same word. We well, Jim, are the ones that did this. Truman. If you, if you go back to my shows a few months ago, right? I talked about how astrology is utilized by this dark occult, by these people, okay? Right, numbers and game. No, it's, well, not, no, no. Numbers I know, is, I'm being facetious. Patterns. I'm using it. Energy yeah, is yeah. patterns. Right. Or numbers are energy, or number numbers are patterns, patterns are energy, okay? Mm-hmm. And so I was talking about Eris, which is an asteroid, but also named after a Greek goddess, and how she mm-hmm. was entering a major node point um, within uh, the moon's major node point. And a node point in astrology just means it's a place where the sun and the moon both pass over, and there's various major node points. Well, this is the northern node. This is a major node point to where Eris right. just entered in on September 23rd, which just happens to be the autumn equinox and Eris brings about discord and disharmony and a few months ago I was talking exactly about this and I said between the time of September 23rd to October 17th right massive major world events will happen yeah and I said that most likely we will see something happen on or around October 14th it has to. That's this Saturday. Why Why October 14th? What big event is happening on October 14th? Oh, I don't know. You're going to have to give it to me on this one. Annular Tell solar me. eclipse. Oh. Oh, this is the one where it has the... Is this the one where we're going to see the, the, the Earth go in, in front of the moon, uh, in front of the full moon or something? Is that the one we're having? No. There's a moon. There's a lunar eclipse happening this month, too. Yes, you know about a lunar that eclipse and a solar eclipse. A lunar eclipse is at the end of the month. We're asking. The solar for it eclipse month. is Saturday. Now, what they want is they want to align certain events in between. So, if you think, and, and guys, I'm telling you what these people believe. And yes, there is a massive amount of relevance to what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. Numbers are patterns, and patterns are energy, and energy. Can be harnessed and utilized. Just like mm-hmm. you eat food, you metabolize it, and then your body converts it to adenosine triphosphate, and your mitochondria eat that up and run your cells. Right. Okay? The energy patterns that are moving around us, everywhere around us, have significance. That We call them subtle energy patterns, and they have influence over you and me, and they amplify or de-amplify various different things. And so during this time... You have a solar eclipse and Eris, which enters the major north node, which is directly connected to the sun because that's what the north node is, is a direct spot to where the sun and the moon transit together. Right. So they want to coincide world events in between this time frame because this is where the energy is amplified. So we are going to see something else happen before October 14th. Well, we got a commercial break coming on that, so don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back with more. Josh has got more of the numbers. <laughs> What's going to get us? Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight show. Yes, sir. Now, now, so what, you, we have, you, you said numbers. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, oh, good. I did. We'll, we'll get back into the astrology thing for in, in okay. a second. But I, I want to tell you something. Mm-hmm. 
The last two weeks, one thing that – what was I saying about oil? Uh, it's going to pop. We're going to double or triple it, aren't we? Yeah, oil is going to skyrocket to $150, $160 a barrel. And this came out from an assessment done by BlackRock. Yeah. <laughs> BlackRock. They're such good people. And, and where does them. the majority of the oil come from? Middle East. And oil <sighs> is dependent upon the trade routes? Yep. Do you see ocean how, do going... people see how all this is connected? And the only one that benefits is the government. Honestly, at the end of the day, the governments are the only ones who are really benefiting. Yeah, the ship, the maritime guys are going to get extra money. The Saudis are going to get extra money. But at the end of the day, the governments are the only one. This was a true destruction when the big government has become. Wait, what's the Declaration of Independence say? Or what was it? Was it um, who said the when the the tree of life or the tree of liberty should should be uh, refreshed with the, the blood tree of patriots? Of liberty should be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. That is a quote from one of the founding fathers by the name of Thomas Jefferson. I don't. Don't you think it's about time? I mean, well, we, I, I we are get getting eight up. I don't need to get into that discussion right now. All right. Okay. okay. That, that's, a good, that's a good discussion, but that's one that the FBI listens to, and they put you on a list, and they visit you and knock on your door and say, hey, I thought we uh, we got a report that uh, someone was saying something about a Tom Jefferson quote about uh, Tree of Liberty <laughs> or something, and I'm like, I You're reading someone about. else's quote? Jim Price oh, is you. in Wichita. I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, dude. Uh, but anyways. Yeah, and I get it. Here you go. You ready for this one? Biden State Department spokesman Matt Miller says nine Americans have been killed and an unknown are unaccounted for in Israel but cannot confirm. So there was a picture floating around yesterday of this woman that they claim to be Israeli IDF um, in Gaza Hmm. Strip that the Hamas were parading around. She was naked. They had defiled her body and just completely tortured her and killed her. Um, It turns out she was a German citizen. Right. Okay. Turns out she was a German citizen. And then after this, and she was in town for a party because there was a peace for Palestine in the Israel party. So Israelis and Palestinians were having a big celebration and hugging and loving and kissing at a party and concert at the wall when the Hamas paratroopers paratrooped in and started killing people. What? Palestinians and Israelis. Yeah. And and there's tons of Americans. They didn't see the plane with the people jumping out of it? Like the they Israeli defensive? It. No, they recorded it. They recorded it. There's oh. video of it. Okay. But so the first video that comes out inside the Gaza Strip is a German citizen. Then you get nine Americans have been killed. How do you gain Western support for war? And why is it interesting that it's American and German? Because who are the two biggest countries in effect within the Ukrainian war? Uh-huh. Germany Netanyahu just asked. America. Yep. And and Netanyahu just asked Germany and America for aid. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. He just put it out. (laughs) Come on, man. You can't make this up. (sighs) You seriously cannot make this. We've been saying that this was going to happen. I didn't know that it was going to be a Hamas attack on Israel. I didn't know. But But who is Hamas? Who's the, I mean, is there like a dot com where you go and you join up to the Hamas? Or the Taliban? Is there, a, is, a, is there a wristband thing with this? Do you get a tattoo? I mean, how does this work? I mean, how, well, how do you a, a Hamas the, and not the, a Hamas? Uh, well, hold on. We, we were talking okay. about this this weekend. Okay. Right. So what is Hamas? Well, it is the 
um, Ham Radio, right? Hamas is the Ham Radio Association um, Society. That's right, right, right. No, Hamas. Oh no, you're talking about the Islamic Resistance Movement. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there we go. You're you're talking about the Sunni Islamic Fundamentalists, the militants, the the national organization, the nationalist, the socialist nationalist organization in Palestine. Hamas. What makes them different than just a regular force? So if so, as a Palestine Palestinian or whatever I would be. It, because I don't, I'm anti-Israel. I become a Hamas, or do I, am I a Palestinian and I'm automatically Hamas? No, no. Or do so, you... so think about Hamas as the Democrats. Okay. Okay. Oh, so so it's like the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, there you go. It, 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 it's the Democrats. It's the Chinese that's Hamas. Party. That's Hamas. That, it so it's just the, a political group. Leading, so it's the leading political <laughs> party within. Um, the Palestinian um, nation in the Gaza Strip. So That's Hamas it. holds majority in the parliament of the Palestinian National Authority. It is the nationalist organization, so socialist, right? Right. And so the military wing is the Izadine Al-Qazam Brigades. And they are recognized as terrorist organizations for all Western nations. And they are funded primarily by the quid forces within Iran. Okay, so this is just an ideology. This is not actually like a military force like we have in the Blackstone, uh, you know, paid off mercenaries. This is just a political group. And this is what we're fighting. no, No, this is a fundamental Sunni Islamic fundamentalist. Okay. This is not political. This is, um, I, I guess you would call it religious political. Like, uh. <laughs> like sh- I like the, sh- I like the end law. on that. Religious political. <laughs> yeah, well, Sharia law. So these are Sharia law, Sunni Islamic uh. fundamentalists. These are very, very radical Islamics. They are the so ones they're that the, believe uh, in jihad. They are the ones that believe in jihad. They are the ones that believe right. that the Western nations. They're Antifa. Are yeah, Antifa looks like a grade of kindergarten. It looks like a level of kindergartners. Well, because these guys actually have bullets and bombs and stuff they do. But, I mean, ideology, they're just a different different, different political purview. Mm-hmm. Right? Kind of? I mean, um, it just they, seems they, very... They By the way, Josh, is this the first time they've ever had a war or something going on in the Middle East? I mean, is this just it? Like, the first Jim, time we've ever done this? Jim, you know what's no. interesting about this? Tell me. Is uh you ever heard of the fifty day war? Uh-huh. In yeah, Israel? Keep going. Yeah, keep going. Uh the, the fifty day war um just had its anniversary. I, oh wait, what day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my it's goodness. your anniversary. It's your and the day of the attack in Israel was the anniversary of the fifty day war. Symbolism symbolism will be their downfall. Hamas attacked Israel on Yom Kippur. I oh, mean come man. on. Like, if there was ever a the day numbers? that they were going to you – know, numbers and alignments, and I just – oh. God, anniversaries. I didn't even get an anniversary. I, I didn't realize – I should have got an anniversary card. I didn't realize now, we were doing the- – Now, Jim, <sighs> one of my big problems with this All right. is I don't have any doubt in my mind that that this was real, that this attack happened. Okay. okay. I'm not I'm not one of those people like, it was all fake, man. You're – there's no like – like, I, uh-huh. yeah, I talked about a building collapsing in the middle of Gaza Strip that actually took place in 2021. That's That's true. And so the right. liberal media 
is propagating misleading or false video evidence. Remember I pointed out to you this weekend that Chip Roy, the Uh videos that I've seen are horrific. And if you guys saw what I saw, and then there's another congressman out there, the videos and information that I've seen is horrific. And if you guys saw what I said, they're saying the same thing. It's existential racism, sir. That's the problem. Uh, it's just well, the ch- it's a catchphrase, right? Right. Over well, and over it, again. It's a catchphrase, but it's scripted. Right. And, and, and oh, this yeah. is the problem. So I was watching some of the videos. There, uh-huh. There's some videos out there of uh, um, Hamas shooting uh, shoulder rockets towards Israeli ho- helicopters and blowing them out of the sky. Jim, these are CGI. Oh, yeah. These are CGI. This isn't. These are CGI. What? Remember the birds flying in front of the explosion on the TV? Like there's an explosion, but there's a flock of birds just flying right in front of the oh, explosion. Yeah. Well, oh, how about this? Did the birds have, didn't have move. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a still, a still cameraman from a battlefield in the Middle East? Have you ever seen one of these <laughs> one of these Middle Eastern men filming another guy shoot or take uh-huh. a rocket, and he's like completely still, like the camera's on yeah. a tripod? So he, he's not a guy on a cell phone. He's actually like a million-dollar camera watching a guy oh. shoot an RPG off. Come yeah. on. That's fine. Yeah. You know, this cool. is about as believable as – if you remember in 2001, I mentioned Bill Cooper earlier. And if mm-hmm. you guys don't remember an hour of time, Bill Cooper, um, Bill Cooper, rest in peace. He died soon after his prediction came true. In June of 2001, Bill Cooper talked about how this snot-nosed CNN camera guy, a reporter with one cameraman, right. is wandering alone in the desert in the Middle East. It <laughs> happens to walk into a cave. And inside that cave, right there... Dun. Is dun, Osama bin Laden, the most wanted man in the life that every single intelligence agency on the planet is looking for. All special forces on this planet are hunting down, and they can't find it. But some snot-nosed reporter from CNN with a cameraman mm-hmm. walks into this cave, and Osama bin Laden tells him that he is going to unleash fire and hell on the United States of America. And Bill Cooper said this in June of 2001. People, get ready. There is going to be a terrorist attack on American soil. And hmm. it is coming. And now you could see it around some time, probably around September. Do you and know September that an RPG, a rocket-propelled grenade launcher, costs $2,000 and each grenade costs $500? How do they have the money and where did they get RPGs and the cash for this? If I wanted to go out and raise RPG money right now, how do I... Where, what? What? Wait, I don't have RPG ca- money. Where buddy. do they get the cash for this? We just <laughs> talked about it. But they're just Joe in the Biden desert. They're just some guys walking around. Dollars, Jim. Joe the guys Biden are just, just walking said, around. The, what do you? I'm just. Joe, I Joe Biden to have literally this. just said, "Hey, here's six billion dollars cash. Enjoy. Now, now spend it wisely. And, and Buy some food with market. it. They went over to the Taliban. They went over to the <laughs> Taliban and said, "Hey, Taliban, we got six billion dollars of U.S. dollars." They're like, "Oh." Do you guys want RPG a, money? Do you guys want some RPGs? <laughs> do you guys want some American um, M4s? Uh, do you want some? Um, do you want some American ammunition? Here you go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is 
All right. Well, we have a commercial break coming up, and we got more to talk about the frustrating facts of war and what it really means to the rest of us. We'll be right back. Back in a minute. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. It's a great song. So, Jim. Yeah. Talk to me. What started happening yesterday in the United States of America? Uh, I started building my bomb shelter. Uh, uh, sorry. Um. <laughs> so we started sorry. converting our Atlas, uh, our, our Atlas Nine missile, uh, ballistic <laughs> missile uh, um, bunker the silos. Into, yeah, uh, into man, eleven we, quarters. We need to get one, guys. If you want, yes. if you guys want to help fund what Jim Price and I are doing, please let us know. We are trying no, to buy. We are trying to buy ten acres of land in Kansas. With a Atlas missile silo on it. Yeah. There's no Atlas missile in it. Don't worry. There's no, no RPGs. But it's wink, a 40-story bunker or silo uh-huh. that we can convert into a bunker and hotel rooms. And if you guys are interested in helping us out with that, let us know. Hit us up. You could uh, have a, literally a, a, an entire almost city to yourself with all kinds of indoor, oh, yeah. indoor facilities and we stuff. We got and the connections, amazing. and we really want to get this thing. Because and I remember, guys, I'm the DOD contractor that used to build all the security systems, yeah. so I know them inside it's now. It's literally so. a tank of gas away from me, but it'd be perfect. Yeah. But, okay. It's, yeah, so, okay. Jim, have you ever heard mm. this uh, this analogy of okay. the ants? If you take black ants and you take red ants and you put them in to a jar with dirt and soil, Yes. They will remain at peace. They will they will help each other. They will walk around with each other. They will mm-hmm. be completely peaceful to each other. Right. But then if you take that same glass jar and you shake it up violently, mm-hmm. the red ants and the black ants will begin to attack each other and cause war with each other. They will begin yep. to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Snow globe be- effect, right? Because they believe that the other one is the cause of the shaking. Yesterday, <sighs> throughout yeah. most American major cities, pro-Palestinian and pro-Israel protesters converged and began fighting. New York hmm. City, San Francisco, Washington State. Seems fine. We'll be fine. This is in the United <laughs> States that this is happening. Come on. So they're going to try to, they're disarming Americans because we're the only thing that's holding, we're the fingertips that the world is holding on to the edge of destruction. Americans, if you guys don't understand the, the, the necess- necessity of you and your ability to defend yourself as the reason we have not truly fallen into war at, on American soil, come on, pay attention, folks. Pay attention. There is so much evidence around you. It is absolutely breathtaking. We we have to stand up, and we have to. And guys, and, the, that, and this goes back to the guys who shoveled coal in the steam engine on the way to Auschwitz. You got to figure out which side of history you want to be on. Do you want to be the guy who was a part of killing people in the Holocaust, or do you want to be the part, people that let, set them free? So you figure it out. And that's I'm talking referring to the thin blue line, the military, the sheriffs, and even the, these quote unquote you know these public servants of ours. They need to figure out what side of history they're going to be on and let Americans be free enough to be able to push back against the tyranny and the destruction that is being created in the Middle East. We're going to throw the bravest of our men into, and we have no necessity to be in that part of the country or the heart of the world. 
And I get that everybody wants to stand by Israel. But again, how much of that is self-inflicted torture or pain that Israel Israel does to itself? Seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying. I get the whole history of things, guys. I know the history on Israel. And you got to go back to World War One and World War Two, and why they're even in there. Why what, what we did, what we did. It makes zero sense, except for the continued antagonizing situation between the Palestinians and the Israelis. That's well, what, Jim, that's what it does. This gives a new definition to it's going to be biblical. And now, at the beginning yep. of the show, what did I say specifically? I said the I was talking about the intelligence failure. Right. I said there's no way Western and Israeli intelligence missed this. They let it happen. Ready for this one? Okay. This is coming from uh, Petra Krusen. And uh, Petra is a uh, BBC correspondent. He's British. Um, he's uh, This guy's awesome. I, I've been on uh, Twitter spaces with him many times before. So his information is highly accurate. Breaking news. According to Israeli Yadav Aronoff, the Egyptian intelligence minister told Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu 10 days before the Hamas attacked and warned him about something unusual, a terrible operation that would occur in Gaza. Egyptians were surprised by the indifference shown by Netanyahu. The Israeli government has since rejected these claims. They knew it was going to happen, and they allowed Mm. it to happen. Yep. Just like they allowed certain things to happen at certain schools, just like they've allowed for certain things to happen at 9-11, certain things they allowed. You know, I mean, again, what, what, what was it, the Marine? What was the Marine ship that got hit by Iranians, by the bomb? We lost a bunch of soldiers in that. Oh, what was the that whole thing? Yeah. USS Liberty. It happened to be Liberty. The boat Liberty got hit with the bomb when the Marines, one of the biggest defensive forces ever known to man, just happened to get hit by a blown up butt boat. You know, little little uh come on. Do you see guys, okay. they allow this to happen. Go ahead. But 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 what would what would be the reason for Israel to allow that to happen? Well, what is happening today? Operation Vengeance. Israel launches oh. biggest ever deployment with up 300,000 reservists <sighs> called up, tanks gathering and jets smashing bases, getting ready for a Gaza invasion. Come on. Over 600 warplanes have pummeled the Gaza Strip. 300,000 Israeli reserve troops and tanks and jets are gathering for an invasion into the Gaza Strip to take it over and basically eliminate, eliminate all of Hamas, which is, there's tons of innocent Palestinians there, by the way. And, right. and the Palestinians and the people of Israel are all caught in the middle of this, between these radical political affiliations. Yes, I call the Israeli government radical, because they are. They are people. If you don't understand that governor, governance, intelligence agencies are the terrorists in the world, then you're not paying attention. If you don't understand that they let these things happen, that, that, like Jim was saying, Pearl Harbor, FDR knew a week in advance that Pearl Harbor was happening. How do you mm-hmm. not see? How do you not see? <laughs> see? An entire armada? An entire <laughs> of- armada of Japanese ships sailing from Japan to Hawaii. How they're do just you- doing training. It's oh, this is a training, training exercise. They're just training. <laughs> Like, it takes a week and a half to get there. Yeah. You're telling me no merchant ships, no no, no planes, nothing saw anything? 
they That's a lot of diesel fuel a for a week and a half. Advance. And you know what they did yeah. when they knew a week in advance? They called the ships into port in Pearl Harbor and put and them in... And blocked the entrance. Pr- and they put them in parade presentation, side by side. So they mm-hmm. couldn't get out if something happened. Yep. People! Now what do we do for... Is, okay. This they, is how many how many times do they have to get companies. refueled in a week and a half? How many times does a, a battleship have to get refueled in a week and a half worth of chugging across the Pacific Ocean? Back well, in the in nineteen forties, yeah. Uh, the Think Japanese carriers uh, they they would have enough power of fuel on board the carriers that take them all the way. Um, the, so? the little ships mm-hmm. would they would have refuelers and tenders um, alongside them, but it would be very very. Um, noticeable and be like, well, it doesn't look like they're on a training mission. Like, I mean, come on. But I yeah. mean, look, look, you had the Gulf of Tonkin incident. What was the reason we got into? Are you ready for this one? What was the reason we got into Vietnam? Oh, I mean, to Korea? Stop the spread of, to stop the spread communism. of communism, Jim Price. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, did yeah, you know we yeah. had 5,000 Marines in Vietnam before war was declared, right? Because we were helping out the yeah. Viet Cong. We were helping out the Vietnamese. Support well, hold staff. On a second here. We we sent yeah. our navy. So Marines were there first. Then we sent our navy in there. So we had nothing. You ready for this? We had an amphibious assault group that was there with five thousand Marines that okay. were helping out the Vietnam. Okay. okay. Then we Advising. sent a few U.S. Navy ships in there, and all of a sudden you have what's called the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Where it was reported that the Viet Cong had bombed a U.S. Navy warship. Uh-huh. At that notice, LBJ sent 50,000 Marines paratroopers gliding into Vietnam, all ready to go. And the Vietnam War began. The next day, you find out that, oh, it was a false report. It was just a small little basket fire, trash basket fire on the ship. It was never bombed. That was the Gulf of Tonkin incident. It was that incident right there that started the Vietnam War. Now, a let trash me, let me, fire? A trash fire. A misrepresented trash fire. And LBJ said, well, since they're already there, we'll, we'll just get involved. Well, how about this? Do- we have an Red. amphibious assault group in the Persian Gulf right now with 5,000 Marines, and a carrier group is headed there right now. They use the same MO over and over and over again. Guys, beware. Don't get be emotionally vigilant. caught up in the shiny objects. Be vigilant. Stay on your toes. Be ready. Be prepared. Guys, if you want to, get supplied. Get gold and silver. Get your supplies. My Patriot Supply, redpills.tv slash patriot. Get stocked up. Yep. We don't know what's going to happen, but it's about to get very unpredictable. Much love, respect. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Oh, God, my son.